Hi, and welcome to the podcast, Aligned with Paige Schmidt, helping you to become the you you want to be and feel calm while becoming her. Hello, and welcome to another week of the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today and talk about balance in a way that I don't think that you've heard about it before. We're going to bring a new perspective to what balance means and finding balance. And I really hope this is going to help you to improve your relationships, the way you think about work, parenting, all of it. So before we dive into it, I want to highlight a podcast review this week. This one is from Nyla, and actually Nyla just so happens to be our new community coordinator on Instagram. She creates content, she chats with you all in DMs, she's in Aligned Coaching, so she also is like a decision counselor for Aligned and helping you to decide if the program's right for you. You can always reach out to her via my Instagram at page and DMs. She is amazing. So her podcast review says that the podcast helps her to be unapologetically her. It says, Paige is a golden voice in a sea of many podcast voices. She teaches you to confidently step into your authentic self, to your own joys, quirks, personality, etc. Listening to her on IG, her blog, and here on the podcast has honestly changed my life, and I now know how to live in alignment with my personal values, which equals a more fulfilling and joyful life. I make time for the important stuff, including joy, fun, stillness, and self-care now because of her. Thank you, Paige, for helping me be my own beautiful self instead of who the world tells me I should be. (gasps) Oh, that makes me smile so big. Nyla, thank you so much. And yes, please be your own beautiful self instead of who the world tells you you should be. The world is going to tell us so many things about who we should be, what we should aim for, what we should care about. And I just want to encourage you listening today to focus on what lights you up. What are those unique, fun, silly, special things that light you up? Let yourself focus more on those things. Okay, so let's get into what balance actually means and this new perspective of it, a new perspective on balance. So when you hear the word balance, what do you normally think about when you're trying to achieve more balance in your life. I want you to just think about what comes up for you as you consider that. When I when I'm trying to achieve more balance in my life, what does that mean to me? I think often we think of it as having equal parts of different things that we care about in our life. So equal time spent working or equal time spent with our spouse and our kids or equal time spent between, you know, several different things and even a balance of, um, how much time we spend cooking, how much time we spend cleaning versus relaxing. And even if you're not thinking of it as everything needs to be an equal amount of time, we have this general idea that there's a feeling of 
balance out there that we need to achieve. And of course we want to achieve it because we think it's going to feel really good, right? It's like the dream. I want you to imagine for a moment that your entire life was balanced. Your marriage, your parenting, your work life, keeping the house clean, cooking dinner, exercising, self-care. Imagine for a moment that everything was perfectly balanced and then notice the picture that comes up for you. That's going to show you what you imagine subconsciously balance would look like. And so if you're striving for balance, if you're aiming for balance, even if you already know that perfect balance and the exact way that you're imagining it might not be possible, that's still your idea, your imagined idea of what balance looks like. So today we're going to talk about balance in a different way because I generally see two things happen online and on social as people talk about balance. I either hear people talking about balance being the goal and finding balance in this way being the goal, like there's this blissful state that we're trying to achieve, or I hear women talk about how balance doesn't exist, maybe in a way that's supposed to be empowering, like, hey, it doesn't exist, so just let it go, you're doing great. But I don't like either of these views, personally, because if balance does not exist, then I stop trying to achieve it in my own life, and maybe things get really off balance. And I actually don't believe that that's true. I believe in my own life, when it comes to thinking about balance in this way, not equal parts of everything, but a life that just feels like, yeah, I'm spending the the amount of time that I want to be spending working. I'm spending the amount of time that I want to be spending with my daughter. I'm spending generally the amount of time that I want to be spending with Marco. Marco and I could probably spend more time together. Um, but it depends on who we're comparing ourselves to. If we're comparing ourselves to some friends, we spend a ton of time together. And if we're comparing ourselves to others, maybe we don't. I think generally compared to most people, we spend a lot of time together. That said, I don't think aiming for balance is wrong. Even if you're doing it in the way that you already think about balance, where you're trying to achieve more equal parts in how much time or energy you give to different things in your life. I don't think aiming for that is a bad thing. I think it can help you see where you need more boundaries, where you want to intentionally compartmentalize things more. We also hear about compartmentalizing things as something that is wrong, like don't do that. That's too structured. Just go with the flow. I actually love and value the idea so much of compartmentalizing in my life. And what I mean by that might be different than the way you're thinking of it. I mean, when I'm working, I'm in my work container. When I'm with Sayla, I want to be in my Sayla container, hanging out with her. When I'm with Marco, I want to be in my marriage container, hanging out with him. And no, this is absolutely not perfect. There are still um, work texts that I answer, for example, when I'm with Sayla. Or Marco and I might be spending time together while Sayla's taking a nap. And that might also be the time that I decided to work on writing something. So it's not exact, but I think it's a great goal. It gives us a great vision for 
how do I want to show up when I'm with my spouse? How do I want to show up when I'm with my daughter? How do I want to show up when I'm working? And it gives us something to aim towards. It's like bumpers. When I've talked about boundaries in aligned coaching, I talk about having them be bumper rails, having them be your guides for where you want to go, what you want to focus on. Your boundaries are for you. So I think balance is a great thing to focus on and just saying and writing off balances. Well, balance doesn't exist. I'm not going to aim for that at all. I think can be a little bit disempowering. I see the the advantage of having it be freeing and because for everyone, there's no perfect balance in life. It takes you out of that trying to strive for perfect balance, which I think is good, but I don't think you have to write it off altogether. So I looked up before recording this episode, I did some Google searches and Pinterest searches of balance to see like, what do people think about balance? What are they talking about? And to be honest, I didn't find that much stuff out there on balance. I thought I'd find a ton more, but I did find a few quotes on balance and I wanted to go through some of them and share thoughts and then give you this new way of thinking about it. So one is balance is not something you find. It's something you create. This one just made me think that I should have named my ebook creating balance instead of finding balance. (laughs) Um, Balance is not something you find. It's something you create. True? False? Do we think that's true? I definitely agree with this one. Balance is something you create. This is why I like to aim toward a balanced life. It's something that we create. It's something to be intentional with. And I love things that we get to be intentional with. Being intentional just means paying attention to your life, being proactive instead of reactive. Next quote is working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. This one was by Simon Sinek. And I like this one. I think it's really easy to get these two things confused, stress, passion, but If you can remember that passion is what fuels you, it's kind of like we talk about again in coaching that fear is excitement on pause. You really have to be intentional here. Be aware that am I experiencing fear, meaning I should not do this thing because it is dangerous, or am I experiencing a lot of excitement and there's some feelings that feel like fear around it because I'm not exactly sure of the outcome. But my future self would so do this, would so love this, would so be in alignment with this. If I look at the light at the end of the tunnel of what doing this thing or making this choice could produce in my life, yes, I want to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Scared. This is what we talk about in Unafraid, our program. So if we're coming from that place and we're looking at how sometimes we can just get feelings confused like fear and excitement I can see this quote being true so working hard for something we don't care about is called stress working hard for something we love is called passion I think you can still work hard for something you love and feel stressed but I think if you can remember that that feeling is actually passion wow what a better way to think about it. There's a TED Talk 
I'll try to link to it in the show notes of this episode, but it does talk about stress, seeing stress in a different way. If you see stress and you view stress as this bad thing that is not good for your health that you should have less of, it tends to be less good for your health. But if you view stress in this way where ah, the stress, this is showing me that we're gearing up for our next challenge. We're going to grow through this. We're going to make it through this. We're going to learn something. This is a good thing. This builds character and you see all these positive things from it. Stress actually shows that it's not bad for you in these situations where you're thinking of it as this is gearing me up for my next challenge stress in this way can be beneficial. So in the same way, I think that we can look at passion and say, wait, 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 is this stress or is this passion? Is this excitement for what I'm doing, what I'm a part of, what I get to be creating? And so when you're looking, do I want to say yes to this thing, this job opportunity, this um, coaching my kids' soccer team, whatever it might be that you're worried is going to add stress? Ask yourself, this is what I'd encourage a coaching client to do. Can I view this as passion? Is there a way to get excited about this? And when that feeling of general stress comes up, how can I rearrange my thoughts so that it's passion that's fueling me? And can that feel good? Would that help me build character? Would that help me see my potential? See how we can switch that around. So I do love that quote. I think again, easy to get those two confused. So make sure that you're looking at is this stress or is this passion? The next one is balance is the key to everything. What we eat, think, say, feel. This quote went on to say, like, if we can figure this out, it's going to unlock awareness in every other area of our life. So balance is the key to everything. Do I believe that? Kind of not really. If the answer can only be yes or no, I'm going to say no. And here's why believing that perfect balance is possible in every single thing, um, I think could set us up for failure. Again, as I said before, just then writing it off like, well, then balance doesn't exist being super black and white. I think we're also missing something there. So let's look at just the thought balance is the key to everything that we eat. Balance is the key in everything that we eat. I want you to imagine that you had more balance in everything that you eat. Is that the key to everything in your relationship with food? I want you to imagine that you had more balance in everything that you think or say. Is that the key to everything? So as we're talking through this, here's how I could see this being beneficial. If balance is getting to a calm, neutral place instead of this super hyperactive reacting to everything or just totally writing things off and not caring at all, if balance is that neutral place, I could see how balance could be the key to everything because coming from a neutral calm perspective of what would I like to eat? How am I feeling in my body? Am I feeling full? Do I know I will always get more, right? Those intuitive eating questions that could be such a huge key to having a calm relationship with food in terms of what we think or say or feel. I want you to imagine that you started coming from a more neutral place in everything that you think. Therefore, how you feel. 
also in the things that you say out loud to other people in your life who you love. Imagine coming from a neutral place where you're calm, you've thought through things, you're not attached to getting your own way, you are more understanding, compassionate. If that's what balance means in what you think, say, and feel, then yes, amazing. Probably the key to almost everything, right? So with all of these quotes, if we dig a little bit deeper, we can see the truth in them, the benefits of them, and the benefits of thinking about and even aiming for balance in our lives. But here's the new perspective that I want to offer you on balance. Instead of balance being equal parts or a state of mind or a state in your life where everything is equal, I want you to try and experience, explore with me what it would be like to think of balance as having things in your life that you deeply care about and being committed to them, expecting, here's the new part, half hard and half good in all of it. So this is something we go so much deeper into in coaching. And this is something that has made such a huge difference for so many of my clients when they are pursuing something that they care about, whether it's a goal or it's a job or a relationship or trying to start a new relationship or trying to heal their body image, whatever it is, if they can go into that growth experience, expecting half good, half hard, they are going to go so much farther because what happens is the moment we start to think about growth in a certain area, let's just use the example of your relationship with food for a moment. You think about where you want to be six months from now. You imagine what having total peace and freedom would look like and do for you and how you would feel, how you'd feel in your body, how you'd feel in your relationships, how you'd act towards your spouse, how present you would be with your kids, how good and powerful you'd feel at work because you no longer have this food stuff just as so much clutter in your mind that's just overtaking everything, right? You imagine how amazing that is going to feel to be in that place, total peace, calm, ease around food. So you say yes to your growth, you sign up, maybe you start aligned coaching, you're working through calm around food, you are filled with hope, you can't wait to have this amazing relationship with food, and then you hit a point where you're like, whoa, this is hard. I'm now being required to show up differently, to make different decisions. And I now have the information because I've learned in my lessons how to show up. And now I'm being called to show up differently. And this is feeling challenging. This is really hard. Well, if you went into the experience expecting, oh, I just can't wait to get to that blissful state on the other side. This is going to be amazing. And you just expect the good. You're going to get to that point where it's really hard and you're going to think, oh my God, I suck at this. Oh my God, I'm failing. Oh my God, what is wrong? Right. And you're going to feel like you should just quit. You should just give up. Like nothing about you is ever going to change. But if you go into this experience, excited, committed to your, your end result, the other side where you're trying to get to, 
and you know and expect along the way there's going to be some really hard parts and I'm excited for those hard parts. I'm even looking forward to them because I know and I believe that those are the parts that have stopped me before. So now that I have support and coaching and I have someone holding my hand, walking me through those hard parts, I'm actually excited to get to them because those are the parts that need healing, that need attention. And when I can heal and move through those parts, wow, I'm going to get so much farther. I'm going to come through that other side. So you expect and you embrace half hard and half good. And you don't just do this with your goals. I want you to imagine that you start doing this with everything in your life that you care about. So if we go back to that quote earlier in the episode, working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. So what are the things in your life that you love like motherhood or marriage or spirituality, or maybe it's even running your own business or owning a home or traveling Whatever it is, what are the things in your life that you love? Having a dog, right? What are the things in your life that you love? And how do they sometimes feel stressful? Do they sometimes feel stressful? Or are they just absolute bliss, right? I know that the answer is sometimes they feel stressful. So can we take that stress and turn it into passion by looking at and expecting this is going to be half amazing and half hard. And by the way, this is just a mindset to set you up for success. It's not like exact math, meaning everything is not 50, 50. And you could even say that nothing is 50, 50. That was some of my favorite marriage advice that I got at my bridal shower before Marco and I got married. I asked everyone there to write down their favorite advice and encouragement. I should go through all those cards with you guys. I still have them, but one person said nothing is ever exactly 50, 50. And I'll just never forget that. It was such a good expectation to go into marriage with. Sometimes I'll be doing more. Sometimes Marco will be doing more. And that's what that balance quote unquote looks like. Right? So I want you to imagine all these things in your life that you love, you care so much about, you already have them, or maybe you want them in your future, whether it's motherhood, marriage, owning a home, running a business, traveling, anything that you care about, your health, right? Being really great with your money, having an amazing relationship with money, paying off all your debt, all these things that you think about, right? Imagine Going into these areas, you're saying, here's the vision of motherhood that I'm holding that's so dear to me that I want. Here's the vision of marriage that I'm holding that's so dear to me that I want. And I'm going into that expecting half hard and half good. So instead of with motherhood, for example, you have your baby, you adopt, whatever that looks like for you, you become a mother in whatever way that looks like for you. And instead of expecting, this is just supposed to be amazing. I'm supposed to feel so good all the time. I'm supposed to love this. I'm supposed to love being a mom. I love my kid. I should be so happy. I should be so grateful. Instead of having this expectation that everything should just be 
good and you should feel good about this. And of course it's hard, but don't focus on that. You should focus on being grateful. Can you see how much pain that could cause someone, especially if you're already a mother and you know the hard parts that come with parenting? It also can be really tiring. It takes up a lot of time. You have got to stop what you're doing and feed the kiddo. Like, And I have Sayla, who's just about one. There's going to be so many more hard things coming in the future as she's literally creating her own life. Think of how many hard things you've had in your own life. And our kids are also human. So they're also going to have hard things. And as their parent, we're going to support them and love them through those hard things. But if we can go into this expecting half good, half hard, then when you feel really tired or you feel frustrated or you just need to take a break, you need to get some time for you, you don't resent that. You don't think that you're doing it wrong. You don't make it mean that this motherhood thing is going terribly, right? Instead, you're like, oh yeah, here's that half hard part. There's so many amazing parts. Like the other day when I was putting Sayla down for a nap and she just snuggled her head into my shoulder for like five solid minutes and didn't move. And it was just literally like bliss hormones, (laughs) like fireworks going off in my body. Like I just love her so much. And in those moments, it's like, I never want this to end. This is the best moment ever. I could just stand here and just love on you for there are those moments and then there are the moments where you're like please go to bed I'm so tired I need a break right and that's so normal so you you think about this you go into yes I care about being a mother I want to be a mother this is an area of my life that when we talked about in aligned coaching and our in our values lesson if something got taken away from you what would you miss the most Oh my God. Like I can't even talk about it, right? Like motherhood is that highest value for me. So going into it, expecting the half good and half hard sets me up for so much success, sets me up for being able to enjoy it so much and sets me up for being able to have compassion for myself in the tougher moments. Like, yeah, this is normal. Of course, it's not supposed to be perfect. That is what balance can look like. This can be your new idea of balance. And in marriage. Oh my gosh. I could speak for hours on this. Marco and I have now been married for almost eight years and we've been together since for 10 years, I guess, 10 years now. And there's so many amazing things about marriage. So many amazing elements to marriage. I love sharing and doing life with someone else. I love having someone who you can plan anything with. I love working things out together. I love making decisions together. I love planning trips together. I love getting to support one another. I love getting to encourage one another, get to pray together, focus on something together, have Sela together. These all these things that I absolutely love. And at the same time, these are all the same things that can be absolutely hard, like planning a life together, supporting one another, encouraging one another. These things don't always happen a hundred percent of the time in marriage. Sometimes you're not so encouraging to one another. Sometimes it's not very fun to plan a trip together because you have different desires. Sometimes it's not very fun to have to make a hard decision together, right? But if we go into it expecting 
half hard, half good, then we stop making it mean that what we're doing is wrong or we're in the wrong relationship or the grass is greener on the other side, right? You guys have all heard these terms before. If you go into it saying, I love this person, I am so committed to them. This is going to be half of the time great and fantastic. And the other half of the time, this is going to be really hard. And we're going to have to work together and figure it out. And it's not going to feel fun. Then you won't make it mean that everything is wrong the moment it gets hard, right? And you might be in a space where you're like, "Uh uh-uh, this is not half good and half hard. This is like 90% hard and 10% good. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it feels really off. You don't have that half and half balance, which again, we're not striving ever for the perfect 50-50 balance. This is just an idea to set your expectations up to expect, hey, it's going to be good. It's also going to be hard, but I care about this thing and it's worth it to me to put the effort in. So I want you to think about how it could benefit you to have this perspective in your marriage. And if things are feeling off, instead of feeling like, oh, we have to reroute back to just 100% bliss, it's like, no, we don't. We're just rerouting back to our 50-50. We're rerouting back to, hey, yeah, some of the times this is going to feel really hard and other times this is going to feel great. So what do we want the great times to look like? What do we want to do more of? And when things feel really hard, how can we dial that down? How can we communicate better? Where can we get support? right? Then you can start working on things instead of thinking this is wrong. I should probably bail, right? So I can talk so much more about that. We'll maybe do more marriage episodes, but again, this is the same for running a business. There's a reason if you're running a business or you want to run a business, there's a reason why you're running your business. There are things about it that you just absolutely love and it's why you got into it. There's also going to be things that are really hard and take so much learning and every single day adjusting. And usually that's the business part of it, right? Everything that helps the part that you love run and function. And I know that feels certainly true for me. I can say that I probably love everything across the board in my business. Of course, I love the coaching, but even the behind the scenes and the business part of it and in everything that I love, there is a half hard, right? And when I have that expectation, when I'm in the half hard, it is so helpful to remember when I'm in the hard parts, oh, this is the hard part that's okay. That doesn't make this wrong. This is the part where you have to be willing to learn and grow and try things differently, right? Same thing. Same with owning a home. There's a happiness and a joy and a security and a loveliness to owning your own home. There's also things like now you are responsible to redo your roof, redo the fencing around your entire home, fix a leak. Like there's so many things that also come with owning a home, but if it's something that's worth it to you, having this mentality of the half hard, half good sets you up for success. It helps you see, yeah, I wanted this thing in my life. I asked for this. And then it allows you to be grateful for it, even when it feels hard. So if life is feeling off balance for you right now, and that you're expecting good, 
but not hard. And that's leaving you feeling exhausted, living in your own mind, constantly comparing, always thinking the grass is greener on the other side, always thinking, man, this thing didn't do it for me either. This thing's not making me happy. I want to be happy. So I must need to go and get that happiness somewhere else outside of me in a different circumstance of my life. I think I will benefit you so much to come back to your current circumstances, to use the title of Byron Katie's book, loving what is, looking at what is right in front of me. What is my reality? How can I love this more? I totally believe that this perspective of half hard, half good, shifting your expectations is going to benefit you so much. And from that place, you can work toward creating things that you love. So if life is feeling off balance and that you look at the hours of the day, maybe the hours of the day that you're with your kids versus the hours of the day your spouse is with your kids and you're thinking that is the part of my life that feels so off balance. That's why I came to this podcast episode today. I need more balance. I think we can also lead here from a place of curiosity rather than blame or assuming something is very wrong that needs to be fixed. And instead, just look at what's within my control right now. And within that, am I doing the things to help myself feel supported that are within my control? Instead of immediately jumping to blame someone else or need to change the circumstance altogether and quit the job, get out of it, switch the job, sell the house, move to a different place, find a different spouse, whatever it is, instead of jumping immediately to the grass must be greener somewhere else, ask yourself if you are doing the things that can help that are within your control. Are you prioritizing yourself? Which, by the way, on that note, I have re-recorded the Becoming the Woman You Want to Be free audio training. Now, instead of three secrets to memorize, it is three secrets to make prioritizing yourself easier. And yes, they are totally different secrets. It's an entirely brand new training that nobody has listened to yet. So head over to pageschmidt.com and unlock the new free audio training. Think of it like a private podcast episode that you can only get on the website three secrets to make prioritizing yourself easier. As I did the first audio training, I started having conversations and looking at, okay, what are the serious mistakes that we are making in trying to become the women we want to be? What's stopping us? What's holding us back? What's not allowing us to get to that place? And I talked about these things and we are reframing them. We are looking at what do you need to do in order to grow and become the woman you want to be. And part of it is absolutely prioritizing yourself. Huge part of it. Huge. If you listen to the last few episodes, you've heard me talk about this and how important it is to make yourself a priority. So in this new free training, we're talking about the three secrets that will make prioritizing yourself easier. So go listen to that. Unlock the new free audio training on pagesmet.com. If you are in aligned coaching, bring this topic, if it's resonating with you, to a coaching call. Let's talk about it. 
If you want to log in, you can even look under mindset or self-trust or routine. We have lessons on saying no, reprioritizing, staying in your own lane. All of these things are going to help you on this topic. And if you come to a coaching call, we can look at things like where is the half hard in your life that you want to embrace? And if you were willing to embrace it, is there anything else that you would want to say yes to have more of in your life? Is there something that you actually want to do or be doing or be a part of or say yes to that you're not doing because you're fearful that it's going to be hard? Well, after this episode today, we can look at, is there a way to look at it from this space of passion. I'm passionate about this thing. So I'm up for the challenge. I want to grow through this, right? And if you're not in aligned coaching and you want to have more of this mentality, put this mentality on so that you can prioritize yourself so that you can have greater self-care so that you can trust yourself more so you can actually reach your goals, keep the commitments you make to yourself, come and get some coaching, join us in aligned and bring this to a call. Let's work on it. Let's see what comes up for you. I hope this was so helpful today, looking at balance in this new way of balance is half hard, half good for the things that I am deciding to be so committed to because I care so much about them. Whether it's a relationship, a new goal, a new job, current job, owning a home, running a business, whatever it is, being a mom, whatever it is, something that you care about so much in your life that you want to be committed to it, balance is this new way of expecting with that great, amazing thing that we're going to have in our life. It's also going to feel half hard, half good. I want to hear what you think about this episode. So if you have thoughts about it and you want me to hear them, you can send an email to page at pageschmidt.com. I love hearing from you. I love hearing what you're learning and taking away from the podcast. And again, before you go, make sure you head to pageschmidt.com to unlock that brand new free audio training, three secrets to make prioritizing yourself easier, totally new. Even if you listen to the other secrets, from the first audio training, this conversation is brand new, all new secrets, three other secrets I felt were even more important to learn. So I re-recorded and have re-shared them with you right there. You can just unlock the audio right there on the website and listen right away. And it will help you make prioritizing yourself easier. Enjoy it. Can't wait to hear what you think. Who is your coach? If you don't have one, I'd love to be yours. If you're ready to take what you're learning on this podcast to the next level and apply it to your life, come check out Aligned Coaching. Coaching with me, where we will address challenges, work toward your goals, and you will have a safe space to grow into the you you want to be. We have group coaching calls, written coaching, where you can submit a question anytime, and Zoom Hangouts to connect with other women in the community. We also have hours of courses and content that I've created just for you. Come join us at pageschmidt.com forward slash coaching.